you have a driver type personality and projects almost always end up on your lap? Or do you end up jumping in when projects don't seem to have an owner? Keep listening for some insight into this common entrepreneurial issue. Hi, Shannon Waller here and welcome to Team Success. Today, I want to talk about an issue that has popped up in our company. It certainly popped up in a lot of the clients that I coach in their companies, and it has a lot to do with personality and project management and process management, and it's also in the spirit of who, not how. So I thought we'd do a little bit of a deep dive. Some of you may be familiar with one of the profiles that I'd like to use called DISC, And what DISC measures is personality preferences, and it has some incredibly useful information. It measures, for instance, whether or not you're more task-focused or more people-focused, and whether or not you're more fast-paced or reserved, which often looks like extroverted or introverted. Some other profiles like Berkman are also in a similar model. So one of the things I was talking about with a very close colleague of mine is how Ds, which are known as the dominant, driver, decisive, doers, how projects can end up defaulting to them because, and I've experienced this with a lot of entrepreneurs, as well as a lot of very successful team leaders, because they are Ds. And Ds, dominant, decisive, you know, drivers, doers, abhor a power vacuum. They do not like it when no one is in charge. And so Ds will step in whether or not it's actually something they're all that knowledgeable about, whether or not it's something that they have an area of expertise in, For them, it's really, really painful for no one to be in charge. So you might have seen this or you might have experienced this if this matches your own personality type a little bit, but it doesn't actually work. And so the particular circumstance in our company was when, you know, this one particular person is involved in lots of different projects, as am I. In one case, some project wasn't done and it wasn't finished. In fact, it got kind of lost and she kind of got blamed for it. Well, the truth is everyone thought it was her project. It wasn't. And this conversation happened when she wasn't there. So she couldn't defend herself. So she was a little frustrated and that happens. So one of the things, and this came up in our EOS meeting, EOS stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System, is that we need to make sure that we always have a really, really, really clearly defined project manager. Now, in this case, this person was not in charge of this particular project, even though she does project manage a lot of things. So it's interesting how... You know, the person who's a D driver can often become the default, even when it's not their project. So for those of us that are Ds, and I am one as well, in my DISC profile, I'm 100% D, (laughs) my natural state. I think there was something in grade school on my report card that said, you know, natural leader or something like that. But that's fine. Only where I actually have something to contribute, though, where I know what I'm talking about when it's related to my unique ability, I should not be taking charge of things that I don't know anything about. That would be foolish. But sometimes we have been known to step in where there's a bit of a power vacuum. So my coaching for you today is make sure that there isn't a power vacuum. Make sure that someone is in charge and that they really own the project. Certainly, if you have a lot of processes in your company where things get handed off from one person to the next, sometimes the original project manager isn't even there any longer. And if the process gets kind of slowed down or stuck, we look to who's in charge and sometimes there isn't anybody. So I think it's really, really important, even with long-term existing processes, that you still have someone who's in charge, who's going to 
you know, overcome the roadblocks, who is going to speed things up, who's going to look for efficiencies, who's going to make sure things are tracked and timed appropriately. Because it's really a problem when it isn't. And things can get lost and projects can go awry when this is not happening. So really, really key. And again, often as part of entrepreneurial companies, we're fast moving. We do things really quickly. You may start with you know, in strategic coach, a really fast impact filter, and then bam, it's already happening. Sometimes you even skip that step, which is never a good idea, by the way. But it's just key to make sure that you actually have someone to own the project. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, in a unique ability team, everyone's responsible for doing the part of a project that they're unique at. But sometimes that ownership role can get, as I said earlier, overlooked. So it's actually one of our growth opportunities as strategic coaches to make sure that this is the case. I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, one of the reasons why they step in and why they're accused of micromanaging is because they're not really getting that sense of project ownership from their team. So hopefully this is not you. And this is really part of having an entrepreneurial attitude. Part of being a really successful entrepreneurial team member is when you do own things. You own them emotionally, you own them psychologically, you own them mentally, you know what's going on, and you are determined that you're going to get the result, even if you're not an expert in all of the pieces. You will put together your team, you'll access resources, you'll tap into other talent to make sure that it gets done. You're not going to be the person who says, oh, I don't know. They didn't call me back. I sent an email, but they didn't respond. You know, that's not taking ownership. Taking ownership is like, okay, haven't heard back yet. I'm going to call again, or I'm going to call somebody else. You're really proactive. You know, this is what I wrote about in the team success handbook. So again, my kind of coaching is if you are a driver, who's someone who often gets appointed to that, make sure that you are driving ahead the projects that do make sense for you and that you make sure someone else is in charge of the projects so that you don't step in where you shouldn't or where it doesn't make the most sense. And that you make sure that for every one of your projects, you do in fact have someone who is capable and accountable. They don't have to be necessarily the expert, but they will own it. They will make sure that they have the big picture of what needs to happen. They've got a really clearly defined result of what it looks like when it's done and done well, and they can help facilitate that happening. So things don't get lost. They don't go awry and that your drivers don't get pinned with everything. (laughs) It's really the point there. So I hope this makes some sense. It's kind of a little niche point about how a lot of entrepreneurial companies function, but is definitely an issue. I have run into it probably for well over a decade now that I've been aware of it and it keeps happening. And I definitely thought it was worth the conversation. So hopefully this is useful and insightful for you. If you want to check out DISC, there are some great companies TTI is one. Personality Insights is another. That's where I'm certified through. But very, very useful to figure out where you fall. And you don't have to be a D to be in charge of a project, by the way. But if you are going to be in charge of a project, make sure that you actually own it. This is your puppy. This is your baby to make sure that it gets done and done really well. So again, hope this is useful. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questions at And as always, here's to your team success. Mm-hmm.